Hey, 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 welcome back everyone for another episode of To The Bible Is Shit Good Friend, A.A. Ron. I said the word episode. I don't know why I don't like that word episode. It feels too uh, commercially, I guess. Or oversaid, overused. Another edition, a new edition of To The Bible With Your Friend, A.A. Ron. Anyway... Hope y'all had a great day. Oh, man, this feels so weird. It feels so weird being on these dating apps. So I'm officially on... (laughs) I don't even fool with uh, eHarmony. It's too much work. Oh, man. Oh, man. eHarmony is... Like, if you're on eHarmony and you a dude, then you are serious like for real and there's people in there paying 350 just to be able to message something they got yeah just to be able to message somebody 350 a year anyway yeah i ain't fooling with with eHarmony you can't even see you can't even see photos they blur it out <laughs> Oh man, then Bumble, I, I did meet one young lady on there, and we were supposed to talk tonight, but she never uh, responded to my last message. So it's so weird. Like you'll be talking to somebody. That's the craziest thing about these apps. Like you will straight up talk, be talking to somebody, having a whole conversation. Thing is going well, you know, text conversation. And then, bam, they ghost on you. Like, I don't know if they, I don't know. But this stuff is so weird. All this stuff is so weird. I'm still getting used to it. I was telling one, and I, it's wild because I'm so desperate to find, like, a future, to find a future wife. I appreciate it, Pop. I think that's exactly what I was looking for. Thank you, Dad. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was uh, waiting on a piece of mail. It came. Pop wanted to go check the mail for me. So, but uh, it's, it's funny living with my dad. It's an interesting life. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah. So I have two phones, right? And. So that allows me to have two phone numbers, which allows me to have two Upward accounts. <laughs> I'm not desperate at all. I'm not desperate at all. And uh, how do I say this? It's interesting to see, like, oh, man, yeah, like that one young lady who I, she, I go to church with her parents, her mom, her dad, and her stepmom. And I went to, they invited me over to their house on Christmas Eve. I went to the Christmas Eve service at our church last year. And so they invited, it was her, it was this young lady and uh, her other lady friends. And they, I guess the other guys that were supposed to show up canceled and then weren't coming. So I, it was like me and my one buddy, Caleb, her stepmom asked if we wanted to come over and play games and it was a good time and there was all this chemistry with her anyway i saw that young lady on the app 
and she didn't swipe right on me. <laughs> oh man, it's crazy. She even had my phone number. We had phone, each other's phone number, but I think she didn't swipe right on me because I ended up blocking her because I was going through this phase of like, I don't do, I struggle being a woman's friend. I don't know how people do it. Like just being a woman's platonic friend without there being some attraction there. I'm saying a lot of details to y'all. I'm kind of like leaving, putting this stuff in here because it's going to be hilarious for me to listen to later and my kids listen to this podcast. I promise I'm about to get to the word. promise I'll get to the word. This is comic relief right here. At least I'll be laughing at it when I listen to it later. But all I'm saying is I need y'all to pray for a brother because this, 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 this is weird. Like, <laughs> it's kind of overwhelming. And I go back and forth between, like, like being like, okay, I don't want to do this, these dating apps. But it's like, but I need to start, feel like this need to go ahead and start prospecting for a future wife. Because that scripture that talks about it's better to burn uh, it's better to uh, be married than burn with lust and all that. Yeah, that, that scripture was written for me. That scripture was written for me. So not to say you should just get married just because you are, you know, have sexual desires and needs that you want to fulfill. But it is a big part of life. And not everyone has the gift of uh, singleness and celibacy and all that. So, and being able to resist from all that. So, some people can go without. They have a low, low sex drive. So, I I uh, commend you folks that have that gift. Anyway, all right, before I say anything else crazy, once again, please pray for a brother. There is a nice young lady I just met. Uh... We're supposed to talk soon. It's funny, yeah, because she has kids already, just like me. She has three kids. I have four kids. It'd be a funny little Brady Bunch we have going. But, uh, yeah, she doesn't want more kids. This is also kind of... Sorry, I opened up another can. There's a part of me that has this crazy thought how cool it would be to like have like one more child to like see what it would be like to just have another child with somebody else and 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 give that child all the things I wasn't able to give my other kids um but then there's this other part of me like child support is no joke and I don't need to be paying for a fifth child if things don't work out between me and that young lady. So, not to say, anyway, <laughs> like life be happening, life be lifing. So, it's almost like you got to hope for the best and prepare for the worst, as people say. So, yeah. But anyway, yeah, she was like, yeah, I don't, I already got three kids. I don't want any more. It's it's funny too, like because you know, it was just funny to see the progression. Like if you look back at our text messages back and forth on upward, the progression of like, of how we slowly leaked information about our kid situation. It's just funny how we like yeah you already it's like you don't want to scare that person away, so you don't like tell them everything or divulge all the information right away 
So, all right, let's get to the word. Yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned on Aaron's dating chronicles. So, First Chronicles, speaking of Chronicles, First Chronicles 24 talks about the duties of the priest. Oh, didn't we read this already? Oh, we talked about the duties of the Levites. Now we're talking about the duties of the priests. Okay. This is how Aaron's descendants, the priests, were divided into groups for service. The sons of Aaron were Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. But Nadab and Abihu died before their father, and they had no sons. Y'all remember that? They, I'm trying to remember exactly how they, why they died. They, the they were doing some wild stuff in the temple or in in the yeah it wasn't a temple yet it was just the um the area where the ark of the covenant resided in the holy of holies i got to go back and read that but yeah god they made god mad simple as that and he he let him die Struck him dead. Uh, but Nadab and Abihu died before their father, and they had no sons. So only Eleazar and Ithamar were left to carry on as priest. With the help of Zadok, who was a descendant of Eleazar and of Ahimelech, who was a descendant of Ithamar, David divided Aaron's descendants into groups according to their various duties. Eleazar's descendants were divided into 16 groups and Ithamar's into eight, for there were more family leaders among the descendants of Eleazar. All tasks were assigned to the various groups by means of sacred lots so that no preference would be shown, for there were many qualified officials serving God in the sanctuary from among the, among the descendants of both Eleazar and Ithamar. Shemaiah, or Shemaiah, son of Nathanael, a Levite acted as secretary and wrote down the names and assignments in the presence of the king, the officials, Zadok, the priest, Ahimelech, son of Abiathar, and the family leaders of the priests and Levites. The descendants of Eleazar and Ithamar took turns casting lots. The first lot fell to Jeho... Oh, this dude we call Rib. The first lot <laughs> fell to Rib. The second lot fell to Jejiah. The third lot fell to Harem, the fourth lot fell to Seorim, and uh, casting lots was like, I believe, throwing dice. I think we talked about that before. The fourth lot fell to Seorim, the fifth lot fell to Malkija, or Malkija, the sixth lot fell to Majamin. My jamming, my jamming. <laughs> the seventh, the seventh lot, seventh lot fell to Hakaz, or Hakaz. The eighth lot fell to Abijah. The ninth lot fell to Joshua. The tenth lot fell to Shekinah, or Shekinah. I was thinking of Shekinah glory. No, Shekinah. The eleventh lot fell to Elishib. The Eliashib, the twelfth lot fell to Jacob. The thir- man, how many are there? The thirteenth lot fell to Hoopa. He was a Hoopa. The fourteenth lot fell to Jeshabab. The fifteenth lot fell to 
Bilga, the 16th lot fell to Emmer, the 17th lot fell to Hezer, the 18th lot fell to Hapazes, the 19th lot fell to Pethahiah, the 20th lot fell to Jehezkel, the 21st lot fell to Jakin. The 22nd lot fell to Gamel. The 23rd lot fell to Delilah. And the 24th. Or Delia. Not Delilah. Delia. It looked like Delilah for a second. The 24th lot fell to Maziah. Poor Maziah. You were last. Each group carried out its appointed duties in the house of the Lord according to the procedures established by their ancestor Aaron in obedience to the commands of the Lord, the God of Israel, family leaders among the Levites. These were the other family leaders descended from Levi, from the descendants of Amram, the leader was Shebuel, from the descendants of Shebuel, the leader was Shedeah, from the descendants of... Rehabiah, the leader was Ishiah from the descendants of Izhar, the leader was Shilamith. From the descendants of Shilamith, the leader was Jahath, from the descendants of Hebron, Jariah was the leader. Amariah was second, Jehaziel was third, and Jechameam was fourth. From the descendants of Uziel, the leader was Micah. From the descendants of Micah, the leader was Shamir, along with Ishiah, the brother of Micah. From the descendants of Ishiah, the leader was Zechariah. From the descendants of Merari, the leaders were Maali and Mushi. From the descendants of Josiah, the leader was Bino. From the descendants of Merari, through Josiah, the leaders were Bino, Shoham, Zachar, and Ibri. From the descendants of Mali, the leader was Eleazar, though he had no sons. From the descendants of Kish, the leader was Jeramiel. From the, the descendants of Mushi, the leaders were Mali, Eder, and Jeremoth. These were the descendants of Levi and the in their various families. Like the descendants of Aaron, they were assigned to their duties by means of sacred lots without regard to age or rank. Lots were drawn in the presence of King David, Zadok, Ahimelech, and the family leaders of the priests and the Levites. Lord, thank you for this word. I pray as everyone prepares for bed or wherever they're doing, waking up, eating breakfast, eating lunch, chilling, whatever stage of their day they're in when they listen to this, I pray, God, that you would just, they would sense your peace, your presence, God. They will rest in you, God. Even when they're working, they, even when they're working hard, they would, in their minds and their hearts and their spirits and their souls, they would be at rest in you. Nothing will phase them. Nothing will cause them to be quick to anger or anxious, God. We thank you for this word. We thank you for this history of our ancestors, Lord, of our, of our, the great tradition of these, this great cloud of witnesses that one day we'll be able to meet all these people that are talked about in your word. We thank you that our stories are already written in heaven, God, and we are just walking them out, God, and being our steps are ordered by you. And lastly, Lord, for those that don't know you, that don't have that intimate relationship with you, I just pray in the name of Jesus, they will ask you into their heart and and uh, allow you to be the Lord and Savior of their life, though, 
And uh, from this day forward, they would never be the same. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. I will holler at you later and look forward to having some more uh, fun, uh, <laughs> whatever you want to call this, pursuing my future wife stories. So, all right. And someday she's going to listen to this podcast and be like, <laughs> why did you say all this stuff on the podcast? Like, well, I do need to start up this other podcast that just is more personal. I don't know. We'll see. I have some ideas of what I'm going to call it, but still in the works. I have this podcast idea where I talk about these winks that of things I see God do in my day-to-day life that that make sense in my head, but they may not make sense to the the listener, but I'm going to say it anyway. So there's that. Uh, What else? I also wanted to tell my dreams on on a podcast, like talk about my dreams. I want to read different books or parts of books and talk about them. Uh, What else? Like reflect on them, kind of like I do here when I read the Bible. And what else? What we do on this podcast is read like poetry. It would just be a whole collection, a hodgepodge of stuff. In fact, maybe that's what I should call it, hodgepodge. But most people don't know how to spell hodgepodge, so it probably have to be something like even simpler than that. It have to be something that just rolls off the tongue that people could quickly, quickly. I had this idea that I was going to call it the Reading Main Show. But, I don't know, I ripped off the Reading Rainbow intro song, and I was like, uh, I don't know, maybe someday. Uh, what should we call the podcast? It's going to talk about dreams, winks, uh, poetry, reading books, and talking about them. I don't know, I'll come up with some unique, cool name for it. So, anyway, have a great night. I will holla. Deuces.